Hi, welcome to Quid Pro Quo. I'm Rin. And I'm Zach. And today we are talking about subplots, which is so fun and so exciting. Yes. I love subplots. Yes, they're the spice of, of narrative, and especially when it comes to longer form, where you're talking about novels and series of books. That's where you can really make your subplot shine. So I'm sure you already know what subplots are, but just in case you're new to writing or you don't have a super clear definition... The definition we'll be working with this episode is a minor plot that runs parallel to the main plot, and that often focuses on a main or secondary character. Right. So a good example of this is that in every YA novel these days, there's a romance subplot to go along with the non-romance A plot. So yes. A plot, B plot is another way of talking about it. Mm-hmm. Or you can just start going through the letters of the alphabet, depending on how many subplots you're including. Yeah, so you can really have, like, 26 plots. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be really fun. Um, and then we were just going to give some more examples, one from each book that we are each going to give an example from a book we have written. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. So I wrote a story a few years ago called The Black Crescent. It's about a um, young man who is trying to uh, fulfill his legacy of, uh, you know, coming from a long, mil- a long line of military generals and wanting to be that military general as well. Um, meanwhile, there's another person who is dealing with the dealing with the ramifications of a life-altering and life-ending disease. I did write this before COVID, okay, guys? Um, it's true. I read it before we even knew COVID was going to happen. <laughs> so um, one of the subplots that I have going on in this story is that for this second character, the girl, she undergoes a religious conversion over the course of um, over the course of the novel. And so I will periodically break from the main plot of what's going on with the disease and what's going on with the the military stuff in order to focus on her spiritual journey and how she grows and develops spiritually over the course of the novel. Awesome. Uh, great book. Can't wait for it to be published. Um, the, my book that I'm talking about is All Hail the Queen of Hearts, which is my first published novel. It is available on ckjensenauthor.com. Um, but the All Hail the Queen of Hearts is about Alice in Wonderland, but yep. instead of the Queen of Hearts being like, you know, the Queen of Hearts that you see in like the Disney movie or whatever, mm-hmm. um, Alice is the Queen of Hearts, and she's obsessed with staying young forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so... As part of trying to stay young forever, she, like, conscripts all these, like, different parties to, like, try and find ways to, like, help her stay young forever. And one of these parties is the Mad Hatter, who can make magical tea. And she's like, oh, I want you to make my me some tea that will keep me young forever. And he's like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. But he's really more interested in his own quest, which is to make a tea that will heal a broken heart. Because that's how his mom died. Mm-hmm. Which, fun fact, I wrote that story for my creative writing class this last week. Yeah. I called it Time for Tea, and it was so sad. I cried. Oh, no. Um, well, his mom died. Like, <laughs> it what? should be sad. It should be sad. Um, yeah, so we each have some experience from subplots. We read each other's books. We yep. know we like do it pretty well. We trust each other to yes. do subplots well. Yes. Um, so we're going to give you a little bit, a few... We're going to give you a little bit of tips. We're going to give you a few tips on how to organize subplots and how to just do them well. Mm-hmm. When you're thinking about your subplots, you need to think about the. Uh, you need to think about 
how it impacts the pacing of the book because what you don't want to have happen is for the reader to be going along and then you introduce the subplot and then they're like, ah, man, this is the boring part, right? So the subplot needs to be able to carry the weight of the narrative, so it needs to be interesting. Um, And when you actually decide on what the subplot is, you're going to need to find some way to organize it. And even if you're not a plotter, but you are a pantser, you will eventually need to figure out how to organize it, even if it does come after the drafting phase. So I use spreadsheets because I love me a good spreadsheet. Um, And so what you would do is that you would go through in the spreadsheet and you would have a row or a column corresponding to each subplot, and then you go through and say, what are the major beats in the subplots? And then with the spreadsheet, you can kind of make your timeline where it's like, okay, this is a beat in the main plot. Here's a beat in the subplot. We're gonna put we're gonna put a break in the main plot so that this can happen in the subplot, and then you can go through and keep doing that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in addition to using spreadsheets, I also like using index cards and like writing out major plot points for both the A plot and the B plots, mm-hmm. um, and then organizing them. I actually just bought myself a bulletin board last night, so I can oh, pin nice. them up. Yes, I'm so excited about it. Um, but then. In regards to pacing, like, you can think of it as either putting a break in the main plot to bring in the B plot, or the way I like to think about it is, like, braiding. Yeah. If you ever, like, braided hair or a bracelet or whatever, you know that you, like, have three strands, which I think is a good number of plots, like, A plot, B plot, C plot. Yeah. Like, it's not too much to handle. It's just good numbers, good numbers. Um, And you have to cross them over, and you can't just focus on one or two of the strands. You have to focus on all three mm-hmm. and then braid them in evenly to make sure that it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I like this metaphor of braiding because it'll, it reminds you that the subplot needs to come up regularly. Like, you can't introduce the subplot and then it doesn't come up again until the very end of the book. Mm-hmm. That is not how you ought to do a subplot. It's supposed to show up, for example, if you have A plot, B plot, C plot, then it might be prudent to do, like, two beats of A plot, one beat of B plot, then a B of C plot, and then you just repeat the pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, Which will be good for your readers' brains, too, because we're pattern-seeking creatures. Yes, yes. So you can do it that way. Um, one of the things that is super powerful about subplots is that you can actually have a subplot carry weight in another in another um, plot. So you can kind of merge them together and then break them apart. So when I was writing The Black Crescent, there are, I consider there to be six subplots or like kind of six things that are going on at once. And there are certain moments in the book that carry weight in multiple plots. And when you get to the end of the book, I close off the subplots, oftentimes two or three at a time, because they all come together and they conclude based off of what what happens in each of the plots. Which is another important note. Your side plot, your side plots or subplots should all converge. Mm-hmm. They should all be relevant to the main plot. Like, I... Here's kind of a non-example or, like, or an example of how to do it not so well is I was beta reading another friend's book and the book was fantastic. Like, it was good. But then, like, the ending was kind of deus ex machina and I'm like, hey, if you want to, like, have this subplot, like, crescendo so to like this point and like not have a deus ex machina then you need to like weave it in more yeah yeah like sprinkle it yep. exactly like sprinkling for all of you without the video feed that doesn't exist <laughs> yeah so you have to like sprinkle it in um 
Yeah. Subplots. I, I got they're... distracted by your sprinkles. Sorry. Apparently, I just can't look just at you. My, I just can't look at you. That's just my magic power is just to use my hands to be I, like, I think distraction. <laughs> but yeah, that's subplots. Um, there's a lot to go into with how to do subplots well, and so we've just barely scratched the surface here. Um, but we hope that with this kind of intro, you can get started and start building skills from there. Um, this has been Quid Pros Quo. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.